Hello and welcome to Bampow TV, your one-stop shop for death air. We are live <laughs> from California and it's hard to breathe. I am your coughing host, Kenneth, and around the table we have Beatrice. Not if I'm wearing a mask. And Monica. I'm braving it because I will not be taken down by smoke. I'll just suffer this when I'm 75 and Man, have some sort of lung like, disease. Sitting at work with my N95 little breather thingy. Y'all, our smoke index is not great. No, it's it's, it's between big. it's not bad, but it's above uh, one fifty, so we're in the red. No, it's bad. That's bad. No, I know, I know, That's but like good. it could be worse. It's in the like four hundreds down in LA. Well, yeah, yeah. I think it's funny the <laughs> the football the footballs. They played football here in Santa Clara yesterday, and like you could see the haze, and I'm mm-hmm. just feeling so bad for these athletes. Oh yeah, right. Running around for an hour, in. breathing this air in, and then um they were oh, gonna have football. They were running around for about. Shut up. They they were gonna have uh, the next Monday night game in Mexico, and I was like, oh thank God, like get them away from like the um air. Yeah, the field is shitty, and they're putting the game in L.A. And I'm like, <laughs> no, um, you couldn't have put it. I don't know, like Texas, Baltimore? yeah, like Man. somewhere farther away. It's like we just keep finding ways to bring back old diseases. Like we got dumb anti vaxxers bringing back the measles and yeah. mumps and shit. And that, and now we've got uh, we've got Mother Earth giving us back black lung disease. Love it, into it. Thanks, Ma. I love measles. Do you? Right, they're so no. great, and they will definitely kill you. Get your no shots, care. everyone, including your flu shots. Every why does it feel suddenly year. warmer in here? Oh, Kenneth, uh, <laughs> no, it should feel cold because there's a lot of shade. Boom. Anyway, right. news of the week. Uh, I think you just sold me out. To yeah, that's what I do. Yes, um, I'm gonna do it. Probably. I'm leaving all this dead air in while I stare at you. <laughs> Time. My God, uh, biggest by far news of the week. Stanley passed away, oh. ninety five. I am he was a fucking legend. Heartbroken. All the stories that you hear from people he interacted were always about how he was very kind. Mm-hmm. He was very thoughtful. You know, there's really good advice. There's absolutely no me too stories about Stanley. No. He was has always been great with women. Like you said, he he wasn't. Um, you know, a social justice warrior, but he, he did say when he was yeah. in, in Marvel Comics that like, hey, why don't we have any black superheroes? Black kids want to buy comics too. Well, see, and which that's is the thing, great. Yeah. He started one of the first black com- black led comics of black led superheroes because black people have money and there's no reason not to take theirs while we're taking white people's money. That's, that's <laughs> literally what he thought. And it's like, <laughs> I'm not even it. mad about it because <laughs> that got started a lot of our current just like a lot of the current ability for there to be people of yeah. color who lead comics. Mm-hmm. And he in his in his um his little column, people have been posting columns that he wrote from in the sixties or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's always like progressive and about social justice and don't be a fucking bigot. Cause you know, he was a part of World War One World War Two. He fought Nazis. So like he was an old white dude. We don't know how he like voted or what he really believed, but he performed in a way that i can support i mean end of the day though like how you present yourself to the world Matters. is who you are yeah. mm-hmm. like so eh. he oh was yeah dope. he seemed he like shit. a and i'm really bummed i'm very sad he helped create an insane amount of my favorite characters oh mm-hmm. agreed he's the reason we have the mcu like well he's the reason we have dc even really like it's it, true <laughs> you wouldn't have you need them competing against each other. Yeah. And- yeah. Oh my God. And there are so many great stories. <laughs> there is a wonderful book called uh, History of Marvel Comics by, I believe it's Sean Howe, 
something like that. It's on my shelf, and it is an amazing nonfiction so story. Break into our apartment. Mm-hmm. Look at her. Just knock five times on no! the wall. I'm, a t- I'm like a terrible Barnes and Noble customer where I can't remember the exact title or the author, but I know it's orange and it's hardcover. Oh, <laughs> it was on this no. table over there two years ago. Have you seen it? <laughs> but it's great. And it has some really great stories about a young Stan Lee going to work at Timely Comics and um, about, you know, that time Jack Kirby tried to beat up Nazis. Yeah. And about how Jim Starenko used to rob banks. And how um, I need to borrow this book apparently. And about <laughs> how lovely. there used to be a non-compete clause between Marvel and DC, but both of the companies were so were paying so shittily that half of them would moonlight at the other, and they would rent uh, an apartment building in downtown and pay cash, and they'd all go together there and work for the company that they weren't supposed to be working for. <laughs> and that's crazy. There are some excellent stories in there, so highly recommended. Okay, that's cool. Well, anyway, it's sad. Like he yeah. was old as shit, but like it's still yeah, really he's 95 sad. Ninety five, and he still wife, looked great. Oh yeah, but like his wife passed away last year, and they've yeah, been together yeah. forever, and that yeah. that weighs on you. It does. It's a lot, and it's it's very. <laughs> yeah, of course, it's very common, as a lot of us know, that people who who you know are married to somebody for sixty or seventy years after that person goes, they're usually soon to follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <sighs> Stan, we'll miss you. Excelsior, motherfucker. <laughs> In brighter news, the trailer for the hottest movie of next Jesus year dropped. <laughs> I don't think that's appropriate for this television for this podcast. There have been comics about it, so everyone go watch the trailer for Detective Pikachu. It looks <laughs> fucking dope. Can I say I rolled my eyes so hard a year ago when they were talking about making this film, and then they're like, Ryan Reynolds is going to be in, it. and I was like, Why? Why are we doing this? And then I watched that trailer, and it got to the end, and I went. Oh no! Oh no! I'm, it's I'm so cute. Oh no! Going it to looks go watch good. this opening night with Kenneth. What oh is no! Going on? What in my is life? happening? I love the premise <laughs> that no one else can hear Pikachu except for this kid. Mm-hmm. I love that. Like, there's all the other. I don't know anything about Pokemon, but like, I'm excited about the interaction with all the other Pokemon. It looks like they're just a part of life yeah, here. Yeah, it, it looks like a just a fully developed like world universe. Of yeah, that Ryan Reynolds is in apparently. <laughs> Makes sense. It's like, it is so bizarre, but I'm here it's for it. so weird and new, and I just love shit that's weird and yeah, new. Yeah, like, no one's done this before, or maybe not in a really long time, and they didn't get Ryan Reynolds to do it. I'm thinking about Howard the Duck. Oh, God. Which was garbage. That was, was definitely a movie that got made. Or Mario <laughs> Brothers, which we were talking about earlier Man, today. I don't know how you look fondly on that movie. I We were just talking about, Ugh. we like this movie. I haven't seen it since I was a very small child, so, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to think when I watch it again, but I do have fond memories of it. I definitely have fond memories of it. Fucking sewer trash. (laughs) I think this is, I think you just loved Mario Brothers a lot, and it didn't do it correctly, so you're pissed. At all. Why even bother making an adaptation? I don't know, Yoshi was there, the the Oompa guys were there, they had that thing. The Oompa guys? I don't know, they, they... It was Goombas and Koopas and yeah, let, let's and move on. Dance? Anyway, let's talk about Supergirl <laughs> season four, episode four, part two of uh, Melissa B is filming Broadway. She's on Broadway stuff. Yeah. yeah. So they, they had to work around that. Uh, super chill of them. You know, they, they filmed episodes three and four first, so she could just not be in them basically. And it, it worked out well. Um, yeah, I it didn't. Honestly, kind of would have liked to see her in the suit for another episode or two and leave that a bit more unresolved. Because mm-hmm. I, I thought it looked pretty neat. 
Yes, although I had a hard time suspending my disbelief that Lena made this suit herself, not for Supergirl, but just to be used. And then when she puts it on Supergirl, it looks just like Supergirl's <laughs> outfit with the same colors. Oh, I assume Lena has, like, fancy Lena tech where it just, it it could, since it all expanded out from that disc, it could mm-hmm. probably had a number of different configurations that it could oomph out into. And would fit, like, you know, people of uh, varying heights and sizes and stuff with, like, I don't know, like, top 50 stuff oh, programmed no, in not, it. Oh, no, not the sizing, <laughs> the color and the design. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I bet it could have oomphed out to a bunch of different color and designs. Like, she's probably got, like, I don't know, Captain Marvel programmed in there. And like, I mean, it did look vaguely like Captain Marvel. <laughs> it looked cool, though. I, it, I wouldn't it mind... have cool. uh, <laughs> Kara run around with the, the helmet off sometimes as, like, her battle armor or something. That'd be fun. Especially if it could give her extra sun juice, basically. And, like, because it was, you know... No, no. Oh, wait, did you start start the timer? It's fine. It's We're doing great. Yeah. Um, I understand what you're talking about. It's that. It's that. Sun juice. That's basically all light is, is just sun sperm flying at us forever. That's disgusting. All of these freckles are tiny little sun babies in me. That is actually true. Yeah. So think about Gross. that next Bless. time you don't wear your sunglasses. It's in your eyes. I always wear my sunglasses. Well, yeah, like you should. Even at night. I have light yeah. eyes. Because the sun Hart. never sets on a badass. <laughs> I know those both were good. I, I like my Corey Hart reference more, but... Hers was better? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah. And Why would Lena give Supergirl a suit to wear? Because... Uh, because- because Lena's a badass, and even though she and Kara are, she and Supergirl are not not on, friends. They're not on good terms. Oh, Lena's a good person. She doesn't yeah. want Supergirl to die. Man, yeah. Lena continues to be the best. Um, I'm mad uh, because they killed Vicky in order to make uh, this new guy Manchester Black, who I loved, who was great. Oh, but yeah. they straight up murdered her to make him a bad guy. Yeah, it's dumb. who's Vicky. Uh, she was the... Um, oh, no, Vicky from The Good Place. <laughs> Vicky yeah, from The Good yeah. Place, the alien chick. Yeah, mm-hmm. she, she did. I, Who's Manchester Black? Oh, oh, I have so many questions. Man, Manchester Black is this fucking dude from the UK. I have a serious question. Is he black? Yes. Obviously. God damn yeah. it! But this is the interesting part. It's like, black again, both gone. <gasps> he was not black <laughs> until this moment. Before, what? in the canon, Manchester Black... Oh, they turned a white guy white. black. Yes. yes. I mean, that's fine, But I I'm guess. like, I was watching this going, man, I, I always love diversifying and turning white dudes into not white dudes. But this is the guy whose name is literally Manchester Black. So you're like, oh, he should have been black all along. Uh. <laughs> but I, I think it's because traditionally he was a bad dude. Or at least an anti-hero. Yeah, it, you'd probably like him, actually. He's essentially the, the Punisher of the Justice League. Like... I was reading his Wikipedia. Yeah, he had signed on with y'all. What he had signed on with a team called the Elites, and they were basically pissed off because Superman and Batman never killed their bad bad guys, and they keep coming back. Yeah, and so they went on like a social media rampage where they're like, "We are going to kill all of these bad guys," and then hey, guess what? They won't come back again. I love him already. (laughs) Wait, he's on Supergirl now. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. How is he related to Vicky? They were. Engaged? Yes. So they were engaged. She was murdered for man pain? Yes. Oh, shit. Lols. Because, yeah, we met her a couple episodes ago, but then she got, she's been kidnapped for like three whole episodes. Yeah, so. I was going to say, didn't I met Vicky? So yeah. she yeah. was there in the first yeah, episode. Yeah, dis- and she disappeared in the first episode, and she got, 
I think stabbed at the end of it. Mm-hmm. So I had already thought she was dead. As yeah, I thought she so, was dead. So, like, it definitely sucks that she was killed for man pain, but it, uh, I guess, affected me less because... You thought she was already She dead? was just yeah. getting killed a second time yeah. in my head, essentially. Yeah, <laughs> so she, she was missing for, like, three episodes so that Jean could feel bad about it and search for her. And then he met up with Manchester Black, who's actually really cool. And I really liked all of his interactions with Jean because it was, it was really cool to have these two different... Bl- differently aged black men like we have a middle-aged black man and like a 30 something black man like hanging out and talking to each other oh no he's so hot Mm -hmm. oh yeah he real hot he's got a great oh god he's so tall am i gonna have to watch super oh no and this is how monica comes back because (laughs) so 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 monty after they kill his woman then he's like I must have revenge. All right. And he goes out and he buys a truckload of guns. <laughs> and I'm like, Ugh, are we going to have to have another like six episodes where we talk about how it's wrong to kill people? Oh, yeah. I'm back out again. Because I I'll feel like pictures of him or watch him in other shit. Because he has a great accent. Yeah. But I'm just I'm I'm coming. Kind of, I'm just bummed out by the fact that they killed Vicky and that they are immediately pitting him against our team. Whereas I would have liked it if we could have just added him to our team because he's oh, great. Yeah. Wait a minute. Didn't James, <laughs> not Jimmy, didn't James use a gun as Guardian? No. Mm-mm. Just mm. a shield. Just a shield. And his fist. Right. <laughs> oh, but he showed back up as Guardian. Uh, I because thought that was against like a court order. It was, but mm-hmm. they let it go for some reason. Nailed it. But, but, Good so job, the problem, um, well, no, the problem now uh, Vicky was being used by Mercy and Dum Dum Brother to uh, mind control other aliens and make them commit acts of terrorism, basically, to try to sway public opinion. <laughs> they end up um, getting a hold of, like, some multiple man dude, like Jamie Maddox-type motherfucker. This and, guy who uh, can clone himself. Thank you. I don't understand what you just said. Multiple man. No. Um, <laughs> and so they, they attack a, like, carny Who's the blue guy thing. in the thing? Beast. No. The horrible one. Do you mean Watchmen? Hate. Yep. The blue guy in Watchmen. Oh, Dr. Manhattan. Mm-hmm. I would have got that reference. Oh, well, it wasn't like that. He's not that powerful. Oh. He can just No, but make- I mean the doubling oh. of himself. Oh, yeah. 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 Also, his girlfriend did not utilize that correctly. No, I know, dude. No, man. If you could have <laughs> your boyfriend triplicate himself. Yeah. Hello. Girl. Now you go forward DVDA like a boss. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> did it take you a minute to get the DVDA? It did because it's just a DP, bro. D- no, it's a QP. DDP. Double DP. Ah! Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, <laughs> side note, go watch Orgasmo. Classic uh, I love Orgasmo! So good. I've never seen it. Come, Chodo That's boy. the Mormon one, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. With the stunt cock. Stunt, stunt cock! What the fuck? <laughs> and then every time you think you're gonna see titties, instead you see some dude's hairy naked ass. Yeah. Uh, Alright. <laughs> anyway, so they, they, uh, quite, they use aliens to attack a, a theme park. Um, <coughs> Supergirl shows up in her armor that's barely giving her enough power to be alive. Brainy's trying to clear kryptonite out of there using nanites, I assume courtesy of Ray Palmer. And, sure um... Is there a Ray Palmer in this universe? No, no, it's just the, the internet loves nanites courtesy of Ray Palmer. Ah. It, it's a whole thing. <coughs> and, uh, Jimmy shows up as Guardian. Everyone kicks some butt. Oh, uh, both the Mercy and her brother get killed by an alien in this, Whoa! so they're dead. Yes. and that was weird. Well, which was which was actually some great poetic justice because they had been mind controlling this dude into hurting people, and so then the minute the mind control is gone, he's like, "I'm gonna kill you both." Yeah, fucking guys, spikes, <coughs> and they did. Um, 
the problem is that like there were parts of this episode that I really liked, but the whole the whole episode Kara and Alex are fighting because Kara has been severely injured and can't be exposed to Earth's atmosphere or she will die. And so Alex is like, cool, you're benched. Stay here in your suit and be safe. And Kara's like, no, I'm a hero. I go fight. And I feel like most of the times I'd be down for that because I was listening, I was watching the show and I'm getting so frustrated with her. And I'm thinking to myself, if this was Steve Rogers, would I be as annoyed? I'm like, no, I'd be like, yeah, Steve, go out and fight. And I'd roll my eyes at him for being a dumb little punk who's going to get himself killed. But I, like, I'm so angry with Kara and I, I, I couldn't quite unpack all of it. I think it's just because you're predisposed against her because most of the time she's a giant immature baby. And so even now when she wants to go fight, it feels more like a petulant child saying, no, you can't tell me what to do. I think that's right. Well, also, she never, ever, ever listens to Alex, but she doesn't do it in a way when Steve doesn't listen to people. She does it in like a petulant, whiny way and then (laughs) makes Alex the bad guy, whereas Steve just kind of like does it anyway. Yeah, he's like, you know, I appreciate your input. I see your point. I'm still going to go do my thing. Right. And whereas she just has the fight forever and complains and then tries to make the other person feel bad about giving a shit about her. Whereas Steve just goes, I like your input, but I'm going to go ahead and be Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that was mostly it. Uh, Kryptonite's cleared up. My biggest complaint that I was complaining to Shelby about halfway through this episode. You talked to someone else about this? Yeah, I was, I was like, (laughs) I know it was terrible. Um, I was like, well, where, where's the Russian kryptonite lady? And then at the end they showed her, she was in like a big block that they'd purified the air from. So she's still alive and getting back to work, whatever that is. FYI, Manchester Black was in our favorite film, Jupiter Ascending. What? Who was he? He was one of the bounty hunters working with the Asian lady from um, Sunset. Very cool. Nice. All right, over to Arrow, season seven, episode four. I'm so mad that this show is good. <laughs> I still don't know how to deal with it. I don't understand it's, what's it's happening. It's a delight. I had but such a good time. Great. <laughs> so uh, Oliver gets sent down to level two. Level two. And we get a way more interesting villain than Diaz in just one episode with this doctor dude. I have a question: Is he more interesting because we're here for most of it and we didn't know what the fuck? Like, I don't really understand Diaz, because I wasn't here last season. He somehow destroyed the cops in Sterling Star City. Somehow, Like, I don't know. Do Is he actually interesting, or is it just because we weren't here for Diaz? No, he's interesting, and Diaz is hella boring. Okay. Just asking. I have no totally feelings unbiased. about Diaz. I, he's, he's Why just don't a, you like... Nothing. I don't know, he's just boring. Like, eh. Okay. He has no I mean, that's fine. interesting motivation for me. Just, oh, because he's just like kill, crush, destroy. Yeah. Well, I think I think the problem is his motivation was talked about last season. There's something that Oliver did, or Oliver's family did, is what I'm picking up from conversations we've been having that um, pissed off <laughs> DS to a point where he would light an entire city on fire. I don't care. I mean, they should repeat it for those of us who weren't here last year. <laughs> no, but they have. Or bring in a new villain for this season. Like, why are you reusing the same villain? It's because he escaped. Uh, I don't care. I uh, do like this guy, though. He is a terrible therapist. Of course, he is extremely um, bad. He is very bad, and you probably shouldn't use torture on people you're attempting to save. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, use that the meds or whatever, but don't start with the light and the sharp noises torture. Oh, yeah. It kind of gives it away. 
I feel like yeah, you're a bad guy. He could he could ease into it a little slower. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 really tipping his hand here. I'm pretty sure this guy is the demon. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought it was Brick, but so sure this guy yeah. could be it too. Maybe they're both the demon. Could be either. Yeah, it's either this guy or it's Nessa. <laughs> I, I still want it to be Nessa. I'm trusting that this is a long game and Oliver is standing strong against all the torture stuff because he spent all that time on that fucking island for something and it better be to withstand this hack's torture oh, devices. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> no, it's he, he's he got it together. Uh, I feel like Oliver has stood up to way worse torture than yeah. this. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just want to... I wanted backup. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? B-side, Felicity has the silencer captured brings and in like laurel super to down for her. some torture and i'm like yo we're actually like torture some people the best thing they this could whole do episode with- was about torture <laughs> yeah best thing i feel they could do with felicity at this point if you say murder her no no have her go too far essentially flip become a bad guy and it turns out she's actually the one running um the the glades in the future Oh, oh dang! That would shit. be so interesting. Oh. Well, and at that least. was, and then you could you can tie that into how they said this episode that Felicity Smoke is dead mm-hmm. because that Felicity is dead, or, or she faked her own death and to is run the glade. under a different name now. <gasps> Felicity Smoke is yeah. dead. So you can writers, call me, call Overwatch. Me. You yeah. guys, like, why don't we write shows? <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Because I get one good idea every four weeks or Aww, so. <laughs> you got to turn them out way faster yeah. than that. Um. But yeah, so they they allow Silencer to escape, uh, but she's bugged, hoping you. I do like that Laurel was finally like, "Use your fucking head. You're not here for the other stuff." Yeah, like this torturing people is not what you're tapped for. Like finally, yeah, you don't you don't know the fine art. Stop thinking with your anger and think with your brain. I definitely think the new Green Arrow is Roy. Yeah, yeah. This this person is doing stupid ass front flips off of everything. Oh my god. (laughs) Chance he gets to do a flip, he's like, "I'm gonna do a," flip. and I'm like, "That seems unnecessary." No, he that is run. Roy's jam, though, man. He loves his front flips. Mm, I'd say either Roy or maybe Thea. I could see Thea too, which would be cool because <laughs> apparently she was back toward the end of last season, and she and Roy had left together to go to the island. So she's floating around someplace. Hmm, okay, why did they go to the island? Man, fuck if I know. Nobody knows. Like, like why do people choose to go to that? Place? Yeah. Um. And what else? Do, do, do. Over in the future, uh, William and Roy are back. Look, I know it's never, <coughs> ever, ever going to happen, but I would be so down if William and Roy hooked up. Like, I would be so down if, like, in these flashbacks, they slowly fall in love. Um, excuse me. These are arrowbacks. Whatever! They're, they're, they're arrow actually forwards. Yeah, they're flash forwards, but <coughs> I really hope, like, I know it's not going to happen, but, like, that's all I want in life. Make sense. Make I kind of wish they'd stayed on the island a bit more and like had trained Roy had trained William some. I yeah, thought that would have been a cool skill set. I mean, other than being smart, being Do genetically a, like Rubik's cube, the son quickly. of Arrow and smart. Like, come on, I <laughs> oh don't know. God. I got lost. What? I'm really tired. Okay, and uh, turns out Dinah's alive. Uh, the Glades have risen up, and. Really, I have no idea what's going on in the city. It seems like I have a question. Shady. Are we supposed to be mad that the glades rose up? Because based on the way in which the people who live there are treated now, I'm kind of on their side. I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. 
really what's going on in the future. Yeah. They were pretty vague, and the stuff they gave us was all over the place. So I'm not really sure if the people in the glades are the victims or the people in the glades are the bad guys. Like, I just don't know. I'm going with the people in the glades for the first time in their entire history had an ability to protect themselves mm-hmm. from what was being done to them or from what was coming. And they probably were thought to be left behind for whatever <laughs> happened. And so they just, they just like did, said fuck it and like save themselves. Well, it was sort of reminding me because they were talking about how the glades is, is walled off and nobody can get in or out. And it was reminding me of uh, no man's land when they decided that Gotham was too fucked up and nobody mm-hmm. should go there anymore. I mean, and they that's blew the for bridges. real and they should just do that. Yeah. That place is a cesspool. Yeah. So they just blew the bridges and nobody could go there. And then it just got fucking terrible that in there. That was such a weird story. Well, it was a weird rambling comic arc, but... Uh, the book is apparently pretty good. Yeah, mm-hmm. Greg Rucka wrote the novelization, which sort of Podcast streamlines favorite. everything. And that book is a great read. Oh, nice. Okay. Because it Shel- hits, yeah, Shelby loaned it to me seven years ago. It's on my shelf. You're going to read it one of these days. Look, he's my favorite. I will definitely read it someday. Um, mm-hmm. I, bought, I bought a copy off of eBay, and then Shelby took it to a signing and had it signed for me a while ago. And he, like, disfigured the copyright page because everybody hates Bob Kane. Yeah. <laughs> nice. It's all about Bill Finger. Yeah. That's hella funny. Anyway, was there a sea storyline? Um. Oh, the sea storyline was Mad Dog, who's like not the most annoying person in the history of oh, time yeah. anymore, convinced Dinah that the best part about Quentin was that he would work with the arrow instead of trying to capture the arrow. And it's not that being a vigilante is good or whatever, but... If you spend all your time hunting the person who's trying to help you stop bad guys, you're not stopping very many actual bad guys. Yeah. yeah. So I did like that conversation. Yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. confused that he doesn't bother me as much. I think it's because he's not as fucking sexist as he was before. God, he was a piece of shit. Yeah. He seems to, like, actively respect all the women around him. So weird. Which is great. Yeah. Well, they got a new showrunner and some new writers, I believe. Yeah. So that's probably, probably yeah, that's where it's coming from. Dear new writers, you're great. Thank I you. love you. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for bringing us back, Arrow, I guess. <laughs> what have you done to me? I don't like it. First of what all, how dare. time. Okay. Let's go over to our favorite show this week and every week, Legends of Tomorrow. Speak for your goddamn self. Please. This show is such a bright light. Yeah. Um, Black w- Lightning is my favorite show every week. Uh, Even the weeks it's not on. <laughs> this was a beacon in the no, darkness. No, we watched this on a day when I was very sad and it really made me feel better. I mean, you can trust Legends to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, sorry, most important thing of the previous two episodes leading into oh, Legends. Oh, I forgot. Bebo showed up in both Supergirl <laughs> and, and Arrow. Arrow. So one, Bebo is across the multiverse at this point. Because well, it's because the Legends keep fucking with everything. As you do. And two... What's they need two? to make some goddamn Bebo merchandise. Yeah, where's my plush? It Isn't Reddit no like sense. trying to talk to them about yeah. making yeah, some Bebo stuff? Yeah, there's a whole thing about it. I would be fine with a Bebo plush in our house. Cool, I'm going to get one that talks and then I'm going to leave it in your bed. So I hope you're fine with one that's been dismantled <laughs> and cut into pieces and left in your bed in a threatening manner. Bebo loves you. I'm going to skin it. <laughs> I'm going to so cook good. it. And I'm going to eat it. Plastic does not taste good. Okay, so uh, we go to <laughs> London in the 70s. Sure. Sure. Yes. Um, 
I like forgot what this episode was. Oh, this, I'm back. It was so great. Um, Ray becomes a punk, the softest of all punks. The softest. I, I of like all to think punks. this is actually what led into uh, his role in Scott Pilgrim when when he was uh, <laughs> in, in that other band. I and, definitely feel like you don't know how time works. Oh, this was in the 70s. Scott Pilgrim was in the 2000s. It makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we get like a really nice. <coughs> I don't know, man. I am just loving Zari this season. Like, all of the stuff with her and Constantine, Mm -hmm. she tracks him down, uh, because he he throws what I assume was a pretty fake fit to stomp out of the ship, so he could go track down his mother, and then try to kick his dad in the dick to keep himself from being born, because dude's got some problems. I believe he was trying to kick his dad in the testicles. Well, that's just, like, (laughs) lower dick when you think about (laughs) it. Kick someone in the dick, they can still make babies. Yeah, you kick him with the testicles. No, you, you get some stuff out of the testicles and right off. get yourself a turkey baster and <laughs> you've got a baby. I don't want... No. Okay, let's move on. Uh, I just wanted to say that I thought it was really funny that time itself prevented him from kicking his dad <laughs> in the nuts. <laughs> that and then he just kept funny. falling on the floor, which is a really... Um, not Number one, hilarious. But number two, really uh, shows where the the show falls on, like time and space rules yeah so you cannot create an um a paradox a paradox yeah which is nice thank you time that's great and space for protecting yes. us from ourselves yes from constantine kicking we're his own so dad fucking nuts, stupid which is the like saddest and lamest suicide attempt of all time ever i know <laughs> it's like, oh oh bro womp womp um so ray infiltrates a band the smell which Constantine is sure Worst is a band leprechaun. name ever, BT Dose. <laughs> I don't know about that. There have been some terrible band names. And uh, it's great. My he's, favorite part. He's so soft. Of this whole episode <laughs> is when he's got to steal a dog. And Sarah and Mick are on the ship. And they're just standing next to each other. And Sarah goes, QB or wet work. And Mick goes, QB. And then Sarah walks away stretching. <laughs> And then Mick's just like, just wait on the bench. It'll be fun. And like, I just love that call. Cause like, it could have gone either way. Sarah could have QB'd. Mick could have wet worked. It's just nice. Like, it's nice four years later to see them working so well together yeah. and just have these really quick conversations with a few words or their eyes. And then they all know what their jobs are. And like, I just, Mick is still my favorite. And I love that he has this place where he can, he can be wet work or he cannot be wet work if he yeah. doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. And that she will trust this like idiot thief with a fire gun to like quarterback an important play. Like mm-hmm. I just, that was lovely and yeah. I liked it. It's great. I love, yeah, I just love Mick telling Ray, you see that bench? Just sit, sit on down it. it and just wait. Okay, I'll go get the dog. And he's like, can I have that dog? And I was like, have it? And from his perspective, the guy's just like, yeah, sure! Because he doesn't even see Sarah back there with those two unconscious guys. It was just like the, the Sarah in the background walking away and stretching was just like yeah. delightful. <laughs> this show is so funny. Oh, they still a corgi. Oh, man. I like that we're getting to the point in the show where like we're starting to question whether or not these people slash things should be in hell yeah. like a carnivorous serial killing unicorn sure. probably couldn't be a pet an evil fairy godmother who pr- 
probably could be controlled. It's like a yes or no gray area. Well, yeah, I'd say, especially with that one in particular, Constantine actually gave her a choice. She, he did, and she mm-hmm. chose hell. So yeah. I like that we've hit someone who, she's just a shapeshifter. Yeah. Like, there's no reason for her to be in hell because she's a shapeshifter. And she's a shapeshifter who just, like, pulls pranks. Yeah, like, like she's very like, low-level yeah, mischief. Low she level hasn't killed anybody. No. As far as we know. We don't know her we history. We don't know, but... but Based on her behavior in this episode, she's not a killer. She just likes to fuck around with authority. So I really like that we've hit the gray area of this conversation where, you know, Constantine is all, oh, they all came from hell. They all belong in hell. And Ray's like, um, I have questions. Yeah. (laughs) Which is just, ugh, Ray's so pure. And I just... The purest. I love that he continues to see the best in people and that he remains totally optimistic. And, you know, he... That actor portrays him in such a great way that you just... His name is Brandon Routh. Brandon Routh. Um, He's basically Superman. Yes. And then... He is. But that even when, you know, Ray gets proven wrong, you know, he he never seems dispirited by it. Like, he's going to... Even if every single person lets him down, he's still going to believe... The next one. The next person will will do him right. And it's not sad, and it's not needy. They don't play it desperate. It's just, he's a positive guy who Mm -hmm. likes people, and he wants to think the best of others. And, you know, his go-to is optimism. And that's Mm -hmm. just, like, in his genetic code. And he can be sad, and he can be depressed, but... You know, his, like, baseline is optimism, and it's just really nice. Oh, yeah. It's so great. And I love Sarah running down all the things that she knows about him. <laughs> yeah. You love singing in the rain. And who doesn't? He's great. Oh, my God. I thought literally singing in the rain. And I was oh. like, you don't like rain. No, rain's terrible. <laughs> but I will sit in my dry living room yeah. and watch singing in the rain. <laughs> Never seen it. Oh, it's fun. Isn't it about a threesome? Aren't they, like... No. A thruple? No. You guys should rewatch it, I think. <laughs> I don't think you're right. I think you're no, I think I'm right. on that. I think the internet said, told me it was a movie about the a The internet's told me a lot of real porny stuff, so... <laughs> yes. Uh, you gotta take it with a grain of... Uh, man, the internet thinks everybody's fucking. Yeah. Everybody's anyway, fucking. Uh, so, as she's trying to talk her way out of being banished to hell, she flips through all of them and is like, hey, you guys are being pretty shitty heroes if this is what you're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ends up uh, dropping on Amaya... Because she saw a picture of them from their, uh, like, ABBA days, basically. And <coughs> Constantine's like, ugh, fine. I won't banish you, but also your shapeshifting's annoying me. Poof, you're stuck like this. And we've got a Maya Mark too. I'm really not alright with it. I like it. No, I hate it. Okay. Well, no, because it's, it's so shitty of Constantine. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not mad about that actress coming back. No. That's great. Absolutely not. But it's it's so shitty of Constantine, and they just blew right past it. Right. That I, I hope we'll have some conversation next week about how what he has done to this person. To like like how would you feel if somebody just took your magic away from you, or maybe your foot? Yep. Okay. So two thoughts on that. One, I don't trust Constantine at no, all. No, I actually don't Who, trust that it's permanent. Like, just because also, he says like, it's, it's a, permanent, but it's still uh, a dick move. Oh, it is. But two. It's a lot better than being in hell, so... It is, but he's taken away a very large part of who she is as a person, and he's locked us all in a very small space with someone that we value, or someone who looks like someone we value a lot, Mm -hmm. and that's going to force a lot of intimacies, and it's going to make people really awkward and uncomfortable, and I just think, like, 
this is not the greatest way to get Amaya back on the ship. And it's not fair to that actress. It's not fair to either character that this is how we got her back. I don't know. I, I don't really like it. I could see that. It, I'm kind of in the, uh, I'm kind of in the middle where I'm just, I'm really glad that they got Maisie back on the show. Um, cause I like, they kind of let it leak when they were at Clexicon last year and they had talked something about how, uh, they were saying, or, um, Katie Lotz was saying how she was bummed that their characters never got to make out. And then Maisie was like, oh, maybe the next character. And mm-hmm. everybody was like, wait, what? Yeah, and so then they just pretended that they didn't say anything, but we were all pretty sure she'd come back. I don't know, man. If Sarah makes out with, what was the shapeshifter's name? Oh, I can't remember. Shifty. Uh, Charlie. 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 If she makes out with Charlie, I think Eva's going to be mad. Well, yeah. Oh, I mean, Ava. Sarah's in a relationship right now, so yeah. I don't think she would. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it was a good episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, Nate and Gary are working on the Time Bros. Gary is, like, legitimately, I don't really understand how Gary still has a job. I know. Like, I don't, no shade on Gary. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's so bad at this. He's very incompetent. He's bad at pretty much everything we've ever seen him do, including, yeah. like, secretarial duties, admin duties, like, speaking to the brass duties, general time cop duties. Like, he picked up a plant from an alternate time and brought it home with him. Like, that's got to be, like, training 101. So I'm just, I understand the show. I get why he's here. But I'm starting to get to a point where I'm like, what is the pro of Gary beyond laughing at him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, 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 and then I always start to feel really sad for the character, and then I start to feel guilty and like shitty about it. Yeah, because I don't want to, I don't want to make somebody the butt of the joke. You know, I always, every time he yeah. never gets to be in on the joke. Yeah, everybody like obviously, of course, human beings are ridiculous, and but we should all be, we should all get to take turns. Yeah, you know. Yeah, everyone should be the butt. Everyone should get to be in on the joke. Everyone should be out of the joke. So yeah. it's just like every time we like how he works for this secret organization and he just like is terrible. He should have mm-hmm. been fired a long like who is his father? <laughs> Maybe we'll find out that he's got some sort of super secret power that we just didn't know about yet. Oh my god! The real power was love. Oh my this god! Whole time I'm done. I went off the podcast. <laughs> I just broke my neck rolling my eyes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, let's go over to Titans, which. You guys, I love this show so much, and I know so you guys hate it, oh, but no. I don't care. No, I, I'm enjoying the show, and who the fuck ever thought you would see a live action <laughs> Doom Patrol? Right? This what was a great. collection of fucking weirdos. Like, I'm here for all of them, but like, what the fuck? Like, my biggest problem with this episode is every kitchen montage I watch after this... It's never going to be good it's enough. It's just not as good. Watching that dude dance and sing whilst cooking, like, that was beautiful. Yeah. Also, do you know who that was voiced by? I do. The love of your life. Um, What is his name? Matt Bomer. Matt Bomer. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I you couldn't tell because he wasn't hot. Yeah. <laughs> He's so pretty. He's the hottest He's human person in the history of time. Uncomfortably attractive. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, too much. Like, there's a lot of dudes that I think are hotter, but he is objectionably, like, the hottest human person ever put I think together. you mean objectively. What did I say? Objectionably. That's not a word. <laughs> That's, like, straight up not a word. That's not even a conjugation of anything. What is it? 
You said objectively. No, it's the real one. I don't want the fake one. Objectively. objectively. Yes, objectively. Jesus Christ. He is quite literally the most attractive person ever, like, cobbled together from genetics. Mm-hmm. And they wrapped him up like a mummy. I'm like, <laughs> so all right. Great. I don't think it's actually him under there. No, no, no I know. Um, because this is how I got confused on Cliff. Yeah. The um, person in the Cliff mask is not Brendan Fraser, yeah, Obvi, because voiced by him. he's worth a lot more Woo. than putting like that helmet on his dumb face. Um, but he is he is voiced by Brendan. Brendan Fraser. Yeah. We saw pictures of him and we had to like stop the episode because we're like, is that fucking Brendan Fraser? I, know, right? I, love, I love him and he's having like a Brendan Fraser renaissance where he's like back yes. in our lives and I've never been so happy. Yeah. Man. It's great. It's like when John Travolta came back except less crazy in Scientology. <laughs> oh, remember... Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, who was no. excited John Travolta came back? I forgot the name of the movie. It doesn't matter. Uh, the Planet Earth Invasion. Oh, the one that he made that was like from a sci-fi novel yeah. or Battlefielder. Battlefielder. Oh, oh, man. Remember the, largest, the largest flop in the history of Hollywood. Possibly, oh. objectionably, the worst movie <laughs> of all time. <laughs> so that's a thing now, I guess. Um, long story short for this, Rachel comes across Gar in his tiger form. He takes her back to his lair. It turns out I'd it's like to talk about Patrols. Gar's table form. Tiger form. Table form. Guys, I'm so tired. Are you having like smoke inhalation? Delusion? I don't know. It's like smoke inhalation. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I haven't slept well, and it's cold in here. Um, hmm. isn't Gar? Because Gar's on our Young Justice show. Yes. Mm-hmm. So isn't he kind of like our backup undercover? No one pays attention to because he's an animal. How can you be that if you're fucking green? Is he always show? green? Yeah, he's he's always green. Oh, he's not green on Young Justice. He was a monkey for forever, and he looked like a monkey. He wasn't a green monkey. Are you sure? I would ice cream do- bet this, that he was not green as a fucking monkey on You're Justice. He was a green monkey. Mm. I think, it's, I think it's possible that since it was animated, he may have still been green. I mean, I'm going to look I'm, it up. Okay. Hella green. Um, but yeah, in the comics, traditionally, is he always green no matter yeah. what he shapeshifts into? Yeah, but he can shapeshift into like a mouse, so he can still sneak around. Or like a sparrow. I mean, I feel like if you okay. see a green fucking mouse, you're going to see a green mouse. Well, but he doesn't get seen. I don't, I don't know. He's sneaky. Sneaky sneak. All right. Uh, yeah, so pretty much she just bums around with the Doom Patrol this episode. Which was, and- I mean, it was so cool just to hang out with these bunch of weirdos. Yeah. I loved Rita with her giant hank of meat. Oh my god. And the Rita, she, she had like three plates. And yeah. I love, Rachel is really chill. She's like just really, she kind of rolls with stuff that happens to her. And I like that about her. Mm-hmm. So like watching this super hottie like pile up a plate. She doesn't make any faces. She yeah, she's she kind like, of is just watching, oh. and Rita goes, "I have my condition requires blah blah blah." And she's like, "All right, yeah." I just really love that. She wasn't I, weird about the mummy guy. She wasn't weird about the <laughs> robot guy. Like it's just really chill, and I appreciate it. I think it's because her internal stuff is so so fucked up. Yeah, she, she's just like you know anything below that, eh, whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it's it's really cool that she's she's been exposed to a few different kinds of people with superpowers, and now she's met these people who have powers, but in a different kind of way, mm-hmm. um, where they're not, not they're not the kind of powers that they're using against her. So then that's that's a whole different kind of like passive power, which is really interesting. Yeah, yeah, it was. I don't know. Episode four of your new show is a weird time to have like a backdoor pilot for another show. Yes, but I think it worked pretty well just because it. Just I don't know. It just made the universe feel so much bigger. Well, it was a nice breather because I feel like we've just sort of been we've been running in circles for the last few episodes, trading the Rachel ball back and forth. Yeah, I had yeah. A, I had a comment where I was like, 
Is she ever going to make a decision? She's just being like handed off. Oh yeah, she's one to one to one. Uh, a MacGuffin at this. Yeah, point. and I'm just like, <laughs> like she ended up running away with Gar, and I was like, so this is our third, fourth, fifth set of people she's been like attached to. Like what the shit? But this was nice. Mm-hmm. She went to a house. She got to have a dinner. She got to yeah. meet some people who are also weird. Met creepy professor. Yeah, that Yo, guy that immediately. Guy immediately, I was like, nope, no, mm. it's no good. Just when he said place. that thing that he said something along along lines of he, they stay here and he's allowed to experiment on them and I Oop. went ooh that's <laughs> oh, not great. Well, cause, yeah, cause, like, I'm her- sure it'll get worse. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, because of course, like, oh god, oh yeah, no, seriously, oh no, he- really, it's fine. Not not like a creepy worse. Well, no, a creepy worse, but not like a creepy creepy. Well, who's worse. that guy? Mengele? Like, is it what is it? <coughs> oh Mangala? no, Mangala. no, wait. Brainy and his ape buddy? Wait, who are you talking about? Some what kind of creepy worse? History. Like, like, like Nazi oh, scientists. Uh, so yeah. Like, it, at least in the comics, it basically comes out that um, he actually infected all these people initially. Um, or then rescued them. Yeah, quote yeah because he was like, oh, I want to see what my serum does. I mean, that's fucked up, but that's not as bad as I thought. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not like weird. Like I thought like because he's injured again, he's going to like fall into depression and like revenge himself upon these people he's supposed to be taking care oh, of. Oh, no, this, okay. like, this is about as low as he gets because okay. he's already done the done thing. Done the fucked up thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. That's yeah. fine. I'm I, fine with that. That's I think, okay. yeah, because, you know, obviously in history there have been doctors who Mangalay. do terrible things. What is it? Mangala. Oh, man, I was definitely thinking of the Monsieur Ape Dude with his brain in a jar friend. (laughs) You're talking about the actual No, I was talking about the Nazi scientist on the island who, like, did a lot of fucked up stuff. I was way off. Oh, yeah. Isn't that where Island of Dr. Monroe came from? Yes. And also Shutter. No, it's Dr. Monroe. It was uh, Marilyn's father. Okay. That's also where Shutter Island is from. Loosely based upon. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, super gross. (laughs) Woo. God, the island of Dr. Moreau. What a fucking deep cut. Ugh. I remember oh. when that came out and I went, no, thank you. I remember uh, there was also, I think it was either World War One or World War Two, where they had in um, Japan um, Operation 731 or something that oh, did horrible two. experiments on yeah. people. That's Black. two. If it's Japan, it's two. Ugh. They didn't really get that deeply involved in World War One. They were mm. kind of chilling. Well, that was much more just... It was Europe. It was yeah, just Europe, Europe fucking around only. inside of itself. And then America like showing up and going, America! Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! <laughs> All right. Anyway, I love the Doom Patrol. I'm excited about the 2019 show. I know! <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, mostly because I think both Matt Bomer and Brendan Fraser are signed on to be their characters. They are, yeah. And yes! actually, um, when they filmed this episode, uh, Matt Bomer hadn't been cast yet, but... They cast him in time that they could went Do back the and uh, redub the lines for. Nice. Him. I'm saying like he was <laughs> such a delight. Like okay, I I know we have to like rush or whatever. I want three more minutes, but no, yeah, yeah. All of these people were so delightful. They are fucked up and they're beyond saving in that they will no longer look like regular people. Mm-hmm. But they're so kind and <clears throat> open and generous. And it was just really nice to see. Like, even Rita, who halfway through dinner, like, kind of started falling apart, she didn't lash out. She wasn't mean. They didn't, like, break down and be vicious. It was just, they're just lovely people all living in this house yeah. together. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. Because well, we've we've had a real dearth of any happiness on this show so far. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so this, <laughs> Jesus. this house really felt like it had moments of joy. Yes. The, the whole kitchen scene was yeah. such a lovely three minutes of nothing really happening, but just like 
enjoyment just happiness yeah. and you you could tell he was having a good time rachel smiled which was yeah. like great rachel doing the robot for cliff so yeah! cute <laughs> oh my god and cliff like asking her to describe food because he can't and, eat cause he can't, yeah. and rachel not being weird about it just starts describing oh, her food i was man. like this is the purest thing i've ever seen a bit later though when the professor is like and now we're all enjoying dessert and cliff's Cliff just sitting like, like okay mm. also, cliff! poor buddy. like <laughs> I'd never really read Doom Patrol stuff until Gar left, um, and so it was post him being there. It, I can really see why he and Cyborg became such good buddies. Right, if he grew up around Cliff, yeah. it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Also, like, them being chill with him leaving, just being like, we get it, you <coughs> should, and you... It was basically like, you're always welcome here, but you need to get out. Yeah. Like, like they can't leave. Yeah, you're still young, you can go do stuff. Also, the professor's probably going to be real pissed. Probably going to be real pissed. (laughs) Anyway, I I just really... It was just lovely. And I like that Gar stood up for her. That, like, the second she was like, nope, I want out. He was like, yeah, I don't think we should do this. I like that, too. Mm -hmm. Also, she opened a portal to someplace. That's (laughs) creepy. Yeah, maybe Dad's house? Maybe. Yeah, don't do that. I do love that, um... Corey knew she was the heavy, and so she sent... She's like, you go down there. I'll stay up here. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. I was like when the woman's the heavy. Mm-hmm. And Corey's my favorite still. I love yes. her so much. But she needs an outfit change, like, for real. Oh, my real. gosh. She's she been does. in this outfit. All of them need to change. <laughs> Rachel, too, has been in the same outfit for, like, five days. Yeah. But yeah. at least Rachel got a stop off at Dove's house and probably took a shower. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. But, like, Corey, you were in your little locker room. You're telling me you didn't have a pair of, like, pants or a different dress? Like, keep Something. the boots. Like, yeah. get a different dress. A little weird. I liked her uh, her and Dick's downtime in the car also. I agree. They need to fall in love. I'm sorry, what? Oh man, they bone down in the comic. I'm sorry, what? Like, forever. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. They're like a long standing couple. I'm weirdly not against it because there was a moment in that car when I went, Isn't she like a sex alien? What if they bone? Is she? No, only in some bad interpretations. Yeah, we don't. We, we, we don't talk those about comics, those. No. Sorry. The last time I saw Starfire, this is my bad. But the oh, last that was time from I saw fucking New Fifty Two. Yes, black when she was running around garbage. with Jason Todd, and they were being gross, and I no. stopped reading because I love Jason Todd, and I was like, "This is not yeah. the one I want." Ignore all, all of, of that. that. Okay, so yeah. but she is an alien. Yes. yes. She's not a sex alien. She's just uninhibited because of where she comes yeah, from culturally. They don't have the same well, mores and problems that we do with that. Okay. Yes. But I apologize for the sex alien. Oh, no, that's fine. No, it, Your that's face, like, though. I was like, oh, I've done something wrong. Like, Wait. I, what? I'm, not, I'm not angry at you. No, that's not. I'm yeah. angry at that writer. That guy. Yeah. That guy. I was so mad, too, because I love Jason Todd. And that was the first thing I'd picked up that was like Jason Todd again, because I read mm-hmm. Under the Red Hood. Yeah. And then we watched the movie, and mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. And then oh, I man. read that, and I was like, who the fuck is this? You are in for a treat, by the way. Do you know who's in the next episode? Is it Jason fucking Todd? It's Jason. Yes! No, but he's not the Red Hood yet. No, he's, no, he's just Robin Robin right now. gives a shit? <laughs> because I want can't no, not have a I child running around with him. I want mentally broken and extremely violent <laughs> post-Lazarus <laughs> Pit. Post-Lazarus whatever Jason Todd with the red head and he, like, murders people. That's who I want. Uh, it might take a bit. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like I'll just watch the Jensen Ackles cartoon and okay. masturbate furiously. My God. <laughs> can't always find a cartoon to masturbate to, but all right. Oh, girl, you gotta try it even just a little bit, like, 4% harder. Okay, let's talk about The Gifted, Season 2, Episode 6. Can uh, I say, I 
I don't think I'm enjoying the show. I'm not hating it. Like, mm. I don't want out or anything. I'm watching it, and it, I see what they're doing. But, like, I got, I think I need something to change. I think I need something to move forward. Yeah, it's a, it's been a lot of treading water. Yeah, there's it's just a lot of stagnation. We're having the same <laughs> arguments. We're having the same discussions. We're having the same movements. And it's been, it feels like it's been a thousand years this season, and, like, nothing has happened. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I hate Jace so much. <laughs> He's such a turd <laughs> shit. Well, and fuck his yeah. stupid trying to, like, balance his morals of, oh, well, you know, in this, we're the good guys, so let's not. No. I'm like, yo, you're running around with fucking terrorists. Yeah, that yeah. one dude who always has a gun and a big one. I'm like, no. bud, you gotta take that guy out back, do a little net twist, and move on with your life. Ugh. Because, like, this is always my thing with Jace, is that I'm sitting there watching him give this speech, and I'm watching the way the camera focuses on him, and I'm listening to the music in the background, and I'm looking at the choices that this actor makes, <laughs> and the choices the director makes. And I wonder how the show wants me to feel it's about him. Confusing. Like, does the show want me to think that he is a reasonable man, like, surrounded of- by... You know, unreasonable, men. unreasonable men. Mm-hmm. And like, I get, is he the <coughs> rational bigot in a circle jerk of irrational bigots? Because I don't feel that way. Yeah. I don't feel that way. He's he, a bad guy. He's a bad guy. And I need the show to understand that they cannot redeem this dude. They had a chance first season and they fucking blew it. Ugh. And he is just like compounding his mistakes to the point where people are actually being injured and fucking dying. Oh my well, god, I, I think we're seeing a, a slower play out of last episode of Supergirl where it's watching a dude get fully radicalized. I I don't think we're going to have a redemption arc for him. Good. I think he he's going to end up full like deep in with the purifiers and just killing mutants and then what? hopefully I don't know, gets melted by Reed eventually. I think <coughs> Also, my- man, Reed's having a bad day. That's because Reed needs to do some fucking work. Uh, yeah. He won't he won't practice. He won't He train. doesn't take it well, seriously. Because, well no, he's scared of his powers. So Which I understand, but his are not the worst powers to ever have existed. Nah. That one dude had acid everything. Oh man, or shatter. Oh when, my god, ugh. he told that story about how he tried to kill himself. Ugh. That broke my heart. All yeah. I can think is like, that's for real. That <coughs> type of pressure and societal judgment still affects a very large portion of the world and the like citizens of the United States and I liked the story as sad as it was because it's an example for people who are feeling this way that do not do that thing do mm-hmm. not do that thing well and I you also will find your people do not do that thing because I don't know anything about Shatter's history in the comics but um, I do like that they chose a black actor to play him because obviously his face is, you know, black, but he, they, they chose a, a person who is also black to talk about how it feels to walk around with this skin yeah. and be different because of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that it's, it's a very powerful story, but I think it was more, it had more meaning because they gave it to a person of color. Mm-hmm. Agreed. True. Anyway, it was just hard because, like, I know that's real and I know there's a lot of people out there who feel that way and think that's the only solution. And I just, every day, it's like you wish that we didn't live in a society that made people feel that down on themselves. Yeah, that sure. that it feels like the only solve. Because they're always really young. Blech. And I think, I think I'm just, I'm so tired. You know, I'm so, 
I'm so emotionally tired from this world. And, you know, just getting through this last election and, like, obviously there were so many good things that happened, yeah. but that Anyways, asshole is... Motherfucker. That asshole is still in power, you know? Like, all these terrible things are still happening. We're still having mass shootings. We're still having so many awful things. Mm-hmm. And I think... I am frustrated that this show makes me spend time with this man. I think I am tired of Jace and I'm tired of having to spend time in a room with him. Yeah. I think my soul is weary. I want the other people. I want to be on the underground. I don't know why we have to spend time on this side of the fight. I'm not here for this side of the fight. Mm -hmm. People who watch this show are not here for that. They're here for the fucking X-Men. They're not here for yeah. them. I'm not here to say that that the, that the writing of Jace is bad or that the show is making bad choices. I'm just saying that me personally, I am exhausted of spending time in a world with this with this dude because oh, yeah. this dude is so many <laughs> real dudes. Yeah, and I just I just don't want to have to listen to him talk anymore. No. And it's just it's getting to me and it's, it's wearing on my nerves. It's the whole thing of like. You cannot have a reasonable discussion with a Nazi. Like, you just can't. You can't give them the airtime. You can't give them the space to state their ideas or opinions out loud because they're fucking fascists. And that's what this feels like. It feels like... Not to that extreme. No, no, for sure. I just... I feel the big difference is by... It's doing what comics have been doing for 50 years now and by putting it in a fictional world... And my hope is, and you know, maybe I'm being freakishly optimistic here, Mm -hmm. but my hope is by showing this thing, you can potentially lead people away from that. that. And (gasps) I I honestly, yeah, and this, I hope this doesn't come out sounding sarcastic at all because it's not. I really hope that that is true. You know, I, I really hope that maybe somebody who is hovering on the edge of being a bigot or taking a wrong step towards something terrible might be influenced in some small mm-hmm. way by these things that we put out into the world. Yeah. And I really hope that that's Take a true. step back and go, wait, shit, am I the baddie? Isn't there a... Oh, it's such a good sketch with that. Yeah, there's like two, a sketch. It's like two, two SS Nazi officers, officers. yeah. And one turns the other and goes, <laughs> so our emblem has skulls on it, right? Yep. Skulls are like bad though, right? Yep. So maybe... Fra- are, Franz, are, are, are we, we the, the bad guys? <laughs> It's so good. It's actually a really good little, like, British sketch mm. from something. But yes, I, I can see where you're coming from, but also I'm kind of with Beatrice <laughs> where I'm like, this is every day for us a lot of the time. Oh, sure. And, like, it's fucking exhausting. It's I, I feel like comic TV shows are catching up with comic books. You're right. And are just getting a lot more political. I just hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I, th- I, th- I think, yeah. I want to put my fist through his face. Yeah. I do. I hate Jace. I want him, I want him to die. Like, painfully. super painfully. Like, maybe he has to... Maybe he sw- swallows a thousand <laughs> Legos. <gasps> Jesus. <laughs> it's got dark. And when you push a button, they all jut out with knives. Oof. That's a lot of knives. Okay, so, on a much happier note, we, we find out that I'm never getting my wish, because uh, the three-in-one did used to be five-in-one. Mm. And that was so sad! Also, they probably didn't want to try to film five of the same five person. Of them. That actress is like, I am exhausted. Yeah, three, three is good. Also, you're only paying me for one character. You owe me four more salaries. Dude, 
I she's doing such a bang up job. She's too. doing because an amazing job. It, you know, it it reminds me a lot of Orphan Black, where each of them has a unique personality, mm-hmm. and it I dig it. Yeah, yeah. I I, I feel I, like you can always tell which one Esme is. Oh yeah, yes. the way she holds herself, and her <laughs> face is a lot less sharp, and it's just amazing. Well, she's <laughs> I I feel her confidence is just a bit rattled Lower, because yeah. like she she's a lot more confined in the way she stands. Yeah, I do think it's weird that they. I mean, it's not that weird, but. It's part of their thing, but like it's on purpose. They all choose. They have three sets of everything. Yeah, I don't know. That, that weirds me out. I love it, dude. No, I if get I it. If I was like creepy mutant triplet, I would hella just dress like the other two and then fuck with people. Oh, see, I think <laughs> if it was if it was me and I had two clones and there were, it was the three of us, I wouldn't want us to wear the exact same outfit. We would wear something very similar but different, like for Destiny's Child. That's fair. I'm the other side. I Everyone wears their own shit. Yeah, but also, I mean, these are three people who are permanently in each other's heads and finish no, each get other's it. sentences. No, I get like, it. And I understand it's like a threat thing, but also like an undercover thing, and you never know which one you're talking to. <laughs> I understand. I just... I'm an individual, and that weirds me out. Yeah. You guys mostly had... Uh, Jace led the stupid purifiers, and... They sacked Baltimore, and Reed needs to get his shit together. Right? If God damn it, Reed! If you had trained with Johnny, just a maybe Shatter would still be alive. Yeah, we did get a really nice conversation between uh, mom and daughter, though, about Dum Dum. Oh, the kid! Man, I've forgotten I know, everyone's name. The problem is, know, is, is that her. her mom is like. I would never choose him over you. And I'm like, that's a lie. That's a lie. And and you know I love you (laughs) the same as your brother. That's a lie. Also (laughs) a lie. Okay, every parent likes one of their kids more than the other. Daughters still needed to hear this. Whether it's a lie or not, like, that's something you like. But as an audience member, I'm like, all right, ma. Like, it just, it sucks for my family because obviously they loved me more. So (laughs) it's got to be tough for my sister. But they still lied to her and she needed that. All right. Um... I don't know. I feel like I feel like it, a lot of times it's one parent loves one kid more, and then the other parent oh, yeah. loves the other yeah, kid more. My dad, I'm my dad's favorite, but my mom loves my brother mm-hmm. more. Oh yeah, like a lot more. Like a lot more. Yeah, it's very obvious. It's it's uncomfortable. <laughs> oh no, not yeah. no, not like in a creepy way. Oh, I mean, you are Calchix. <laughs> yeah, you had to go there. Anderson weird. That's what we do. No, it's Calchix weird. weird. No, bud. not anymore. Yeah. 2018. All right. Anyway, let's focus up. Okay. That was it. We're back well, next week. No, Whatever. Um, we have to talk about Esme tried to like make friends and just like has no idea how to do that and went about it like just completely terrible. Uh, no, she went about it in the best way possible. You know what's what? annoying? Crying babies. You're not wrong. If you can stop a baby from crying, you poke around in its head a little bit. The thing is, is though, if she had <laughs> if she had knocked and said, hey, do you want me to help? I can calm her down. And then, that probably then her mom yes. would have been... Yeah. Yes, please. For the love of God, help me. And then it would have been fine. But by the end of it, she had a nice Hallmark after school special moment, realized, hey, I done gone fucked up, and came back and like full on apologized to Lorna. That was nice. Which you don't get often, and I, I no. really like that. Though I even that apology worked in the end to bring Lorna back. So oh, sure. it could also be considered a form of manipulation as well. I mean, every, everything we do, every moment of is our lives is manipulation. That's true. I, I think by the end of this, uh, Lorna and Esme are going to bounce out and leave uh, the other two 
there with crazy lady and douchebag teenager. Apparently, person. her power is sonic disruption, and she can utilize it in different ways because she has, <laughs> hey dad, practiced what. What? That's, That's not going like, to catch on. She could open that elevator door, even though Lorna had sealed it with her powers, because she has more practice and better um, specific targeting skills than Lorna does. Well, I think Lorna was also pretty distracted with, uh, you know, slowly choking out Esme. True. True. As one does. Oh, also, when they were, uh, the three cuckoos were picking out their outfits, and one of them says to Esme, Ugh, I can't believe we have to wear last season's outfit because you got touched, or you got burned by that human flashlight. I straight up thought she said fleshlight at first, and I was very confused. Yo, if you're getting burned by those, you're, something's wrong. No. (laughs) Return that. Jesus. Okay, on that note, we are back next week with all of our shows. So we, everything we just talked about, plus Flash and Black Lightning. Yeah. Wow, it's, Kenneth. I, look, I just fell apart right there. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> He's in pieces, just like yeah. Shatter. So, uh... Too soon! Oh, man, yeah. I see where he got his name from. Oh, I liked him. Hey, maybe if we're lucky, we'll get Shatterstar. Isn't that Marvel? You know this is Marvel. I kept oh, calling him... Shit. I kept calling... <laughs> Jesus. I forgot. I kept calling him Shatterstar, and I was like, it's just Shatter, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? He doesn't have nearly enough pouches to be Shatterstar. And the hair. His hair's not long enough. And you saw his feet, so. Yeah, he did have feet. <laughs> On that note, uh, I'm going to go play Fallout 76, and we will see all of you next week. Same Bam time, same pow channel. Bam pow! Yep. Jesus. I'm sorry, I'm here. I'm here. Let's do it again. We will see you next week. Same Bam time, same pow channel. Bam pow! Bam, pow!